Making Love at Midnight and the Dunes of the Kid. Rupert Holmes, everybody. You know, that song is not called Pina Colada. Song has nothing to do with Pina Colada, right? It's called Escape. It's an awesome song. It's a work of art. Mr. Rupert Holmes is an artist. We are back. Episode 186 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. We are at speedmetalcycling.com. All the information you need speedmetalcycling.com that's where it's the podcast where we only talk about professional cycling and nothing else nothing else at all i am your host dan skull crusher and joining me today as per usual my co-pilot chewbacca actually no is that is that an insult to say that you're chewbacca natalia uh, i don't take any offense i think chewbacca I, is pretty cool yeah okay good because i mean you know Somebody may be like, whoa, I'm not some hairy beast, but you're like my Chewbacca. That makes me I can be. I can be a hairy beast. <laughs> I can be. I can be. Yeah. And joining no us again. No problem with that. Joining us again from the wrong side of the country is Mr. CD. CD, welcome once again. I'm not much into health food. <laughs> I am into cocaine. <laughs> who isn't, CD? Who isn't? Isn't, I'll tell that you who is. isn't that the line? No, I'm sorry to uh, break it to you. It's actually um, uh, champagne. Oh, uh, champagne. same difference. You know, the funny thing, too, about that song is that um, I, I, I mean, I love the song since I was a little kid because it's just so awesome. It's oh, so yeah, catchy. It's so such great. a great song. It starts off but, with, I got tired of my lady. I know. We've been together so, too long. Like, I wanted a recording <laughs> of you your were already song. into that as a little kid? I didn't, this is where I'm going. I never paid attention to what the words were about until yeah, I started thinking about it. was just about liking about. pina coladas. I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. It's a song about liking, I don't know, it parties or something. It is a terrible song. You actually just read the lyrics. Like in well, terms of. I, well, exactly. When I started like looking into good songs to do for karaoke, and I, I don't know, I was probably like in oh, college it's great or something. for that, but like just the theme But then I started, song, I, I, mean. I read the actual <laughs> lyrics and I was like, how is this? And, and supposedly the ending is happy because they're like oh i was gonna right. cheat on you hey i was gonna cheat on you too so we love each other everything yeah we're both the sick of each other but we don't we can't say that to each other so we're tolerating each other exactly but then somehow because we all both decided to cheat on each other at the same time then the marriage is somehow saved because of, because of pina coladas. because of fucking pina coladas i had a lot of pina coladas you know what i'm talking about it is a magical drink but it I've is a magical drink I've never had one that's that good. <clears throat> that m makes your wife forgive <laughs> you for cheating on her? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had a pina colada, to tell you the truth. But, oh, shit. What? No, I don't think I ever have. I, I, don't, I don't like girly drinks. 
No champagne or girly drinks. I drink beer and beer and That's beer, beer, sexist. beer. I don't even Same know what girly to say. Drinks? Nah, believe me, I've been around bars a lot and they call them girly drinks because girls drink them. Not because they're a wussy, but it's a fact. I'm sorry to tell you that. It's not really sexy. However, however, wait, what was I going to say about the champagne? And the, oh, yeah, shoot. About the beer. Can we have a little musical interlude while I actually go and get my beer from the fridge? I totally forgot to get it. So I'm going to have a little musical interlude. This is not going to take long, but it's a very, it's a very good song. And it kind of works for us this, at this moment. It's, it's very topical. I'll be right back. So, are we just supposed to sit here and listen to this thing? Yeah, I'm not really sure. No champagne or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. What no is champagne this? or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. Uh, don't you want to drink with the big boys? How can you not like this? Are you jealous because they have talent and you don't? There is no one listening at this point. Good. It's like we lost. Good. That's no, that's three loco, yo. That's that's. This is what the kids love nowadays. Where? Uh I don't know. Out there, like I don't know. Where do kids hang out? <laughs> <laughs> the roller derby uh, where, do, where do kids hang out what do they what, you have kids what do they do like go to the arcade oh, or I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that my kids are nerds they go to the skate park and I don't no. know oh, my god I, that would be amazing <laughs> we have an amazing 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 unbelievable BMX like park indoor park here in Pittsburgh uh, called the wheel mill it is just fucking amazing and they have a night i can't remember it's like wednesday nights or whatever there's only little kids and like these tiny little bikes and stuff like doing the whole like bmx thing so awesome if my little one ends up going to that and like just being a kick-ass bmxer at like age four i love her even more than i already do she hasn't even been not it's not gonna happen go get your hopes up yeah i know i know you know i i know like like a, like a set of brothers, for example, where one of them is a super cool dude and the other one's a complete asshole. And they were both huh. raised by the same parents, same environment, same everything, which proves that a lot of huh. the assholishness of human I beings is- I know a set of brothers that's exactly the same way. Yeah. I mean, so you, you realize that you can be as good a parent as you, as you can. Yeah. Don't it. you have a brother? I have a brother. We're both huh. nice, though. I am a, I am, I am the bigger asshole, of course. Um, mm. But we were both, you know, born in the same environment, obviously, and raised by good, caring parents. But I ended up being a little bit more of an asshole than he is, which means there's nothing I can do. If my daughter's going to be an asshole, she's going to be an asshole. There's That's no- true. She already is who she's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, but if you let this kid know that you're into the BMX track, oh, and, and she's gonna, that's gonna be the last them. thing she wants to do. Now I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the kids there are there like with their parents that are all like 
into uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Spirit of Clues, closes, uh, full disclosure, though. Um, you know that the shoot brewery in over there in your neck of the woods there, CD? Yeah, in Bend? Um, I don't. I don't know. We oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, I, beer, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? We had some. We had some beers when we were there in Portland. I call it the Chutes, but um, I'm drinking the Abyss 2017 mm. Reserve. It was a gift, so thank you very much, Christian. It's an Imperial You're Stout. Welcome. Not you, Christian. The other Christian. Imperial Stout brewed with blackstrap molasses and licorice, dry spiced with cherry bark and vanilla bean. Fifty percent aged in bourbon wine in New Oregon oak barrels. You know what? That- and you earlier were trying to to insult another drink. Oh, yeah. For being inferior, <laughs> and you just rattled off that description the of the beer. Yeah, the piña colada is superior to this beer. Is that what you're telling me? No, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I'll let you know exactly what I think about it right now. I'm not, I'm not a fan of fruity stuff. Um, fruit in beers, I don't like usually, and so, and stouts are very delicate because the taste of the stout itself, of the of the hops in the and the malt itself, is very. Um, can I say that like smooth is not the, really the word, but you know, something like I that. I don't know. So, my heart may have just stopped when you were talking. Your your heart or did you just fall asleep? Just the whole like people talking about beer like that. Like that's, that's got to be more the, the one thing more boring than road cycling. Yep. yep. <sighs> Thanks Mike. Um, yeah. Sure, Hi Mike. Nope. I got to get Mike to say a few more things. Anyway, listen, we have a loaded, loaded episode because we have to review a couple of these different uh, races and we have to talk about the Ronde Flandren and uh, all that stuff. And then also we have other random shit. But let's, let's get started with the... Daniel Felipe Martinez and this guy, I think I've said this before. Actually, no, I don't think I have. I know I've said this before. I have a soft spot for this guy um, because he has the same first name and middle name than I do. I am also Daniel Felipe, which is not a very common combination of first and last names. I mean, first and middle names. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, he, sound, he signed for Education First, Drapak for this year for the first time and then natalia tell us tell us what happened to the poor kid when he was in italy so apparently they were training in a group the group also contained cardona the other colombian in the ef drapak presented by Cannondale or whatever so they were training somewhere in toscany i think is the part of italy where they were and they had an encounter with a car the car apparently buzzed at them or I don't know, like did something to them. And then uh, Daniel Martinez kind of yelled something to the guy. The driver came out of the car and uh, hit Martinez and apparently other cyclists to the point that Martinez had to be taken to the hospital. And while at the hospital, he seemed to remember recent events. So he had to stay there for evaluation and that's all i know i don't know i was trying to look for updates today but the only thing that i saw was voters saying that he has been quiet regarding the incident but he has a lot to say he's just waiting for his temper to 
calm down before he goes and you know, like starts a Twitter rant or something like that. But I don't know what the status is. I don't know if the extent of the injury in terms of him not being able to remember recent events. Are we talking about the day, a week, months? I don't know. But that's all All I know. It's kind of impressive, you know, like that uh, driver gets down and then he just beats the hell out of a group of people. Some, yeah. some 21-year-old He didn't remember his transfer to EF. So he thought he was still riding for Villiers Restina. That's yes. awesome. That's what I was saying. That's awesome. You forget something awesome, and then they tell you, yeah, nah, dude, you don't ride for a for a for a pro continental team anymore. You're riding in I the wonder, world tour." <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be something recurrent, like in that movie, the first fifty eight. Like every day he wakes up and then he stalls, like, "Dude, you're signing for this team," and he goes, "Like, oh yeah." And, like and every, you're every and day. you're dating Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not happy about that. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it's... It's, it's fucking It horrible. is insane. It is... I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it and try to understand, you know, like, imagine what could possibly lead to this. Like, what situation oh, was so... exactly what it is. People are assholes and they don't like cyclists. I've told a story here before. The first weekend, I moved to Pittsburgh. I moved to Pittsburgh on a Thursday. That Saturday, uh, my brother and a couple of other people from around here were like, dude, we're going to take you out on a ride. And we were on a ride around the city, and we stopped at a traffic light, and there was a car like right next to me, and the guy kept giving me dirty looks and giving me dirty looks, and I was like, I don't understand. What the hell did I do? And as soon as the light turned red everybody went uh, green rather everybody went and i was the last one in the line the guy just shoved the car right into me and hit me and then threw me off the side of the road broke my hand and then he just started yelling and stuff and everybody's like what the hell and then the cops got there and then two other cars like closed closed them so he couldn't escape and when the cops got there the dude tells the cop i did it on purpose i wanted to teach him a lesson because he was upset that we were riding two abreast when in Pennsylvania, I don't live in Pennsylvania, but I know Allegheny County. If it's a, if it's a road where there's two full lanes for cars, you can take one lane for bikes. We were riding two abreast taking one and he wanted to teach us a lesson. So he hit him. People are assholes. People are assholes. The horrible story in LA a couple of years ago where the guy brake checked, he was a doctor and he brake checked two cyclists and I don't remember if they both died, but one of them died, hit the car and went through the, through the back window. People are fucking assholes. It, 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 I, this doesn't come as a surprise to anybody. Of course, we all know. It's just ridiculous that a 5,000 pound vehicle is going to go against a vehicle that barely weighs, well, in my case, 16 pounds because it's such a good bike, but it's just, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. And this happens to a friggin' professional in Italy where you would think people would be a little bit more, maybe not understanding, but a little bit more used Tolerant. to it. You know? Tolerant, maybe. Yeah. They've got to be more familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if nothing else. Um, so, yeah, I guess we're waiting to hear uh, what happened. But we I want to hear the whole story because I want to know what, Was it that he yelled at the driver to piss him off, <laughs> to piss him off so yeah. bad? You know, like, what did you I, say, dude? Jeez. I have, I have a lot of Not experience, of course, riding bikes to work here in Portland. And I've discovered over the years that you can call someone a terrible, terrible, like, like 
foul word. Like you can use a curse word and people brush that off. If you call someone a dingleberry, they lose their minds. <laughs> that's where they dingleberry. <laughs> just and the same thing, you can flip someone off mm-hmm. and they do whatever. If you give someone a raspberry, <laughs> they go insane. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Um, people don't like berries and bikes apparently I don't know I remember my my, this is my dad like I don't know somebody was pissing him off when he was driving or something my dad rolled the window down back in those days he was really rolling the window down and he goes Merry Christmas Christmas to you too asshole and it was like July or something I thought it was hilarious and I've used it a bunch of times when people are like road raging and shit they're like oh what the fuck they rolled on the like Merry Christmas take it easy that's a good one if you want to just like diffuse the situation or make him even matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, it sucks. It it, it absolutely sucks, and I hope he's my only as memory being okay. that I have of road rage is my mom. And my mom, it was funny because she wasn't like confrontational with the people that was just driving bad in Bogota. She will just very very quietly just said. Just wait until I invent my liquid poop gun. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but when you I said, when you said, uh, that. when you said the people that drive badly in Bogota, you mean oh, everybody, million of them. <laughs> everybody. If you don't drive badly in Bogota, you then you create an accident. I mean, that's the, yeah. It's, you'll get a ticket if, if you don't. You know what I say, CD, about um, Bogota? There, in Bogota, there's no traffic laws. There's just traffic suggestions. So if the light turns red, it's basically telling you, listen, we believe it's a good idea for cars to stop here. We're suggesting that you stop here. However, if you choose not to, that's okay as well. Have a good one. These white lines that are painted on the ground are supposed to be lanes. That's why we painted them there. We suggest that you stay either on one side of the white line or the other. If you want to ride right down the middle and eat the lines like Pac-Man, you can go ahead. But we suggest that you don't. It's ridiculous. Nobody gives a shit about traffic laws there. And if you follow them, yeah, you will get somebody coming out of their car and then break your windshield with a tire iron. Guaranteed. It's crazy. That's Is that how you say cruceta in English? Tire. Tire iron? Yes. yes. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Word of the day. Yeah. And then, uh, actually, before we even talk about any more cycling, now that we talk about Martinez's horrible thing, um, uh, wait, I, I, there was something else that I wanted to mention that wasn't. No, never mind. I thought I had in my notes two things that I want to talk about before um, before we went on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hodeg. Hodeg. Everybody, either Hodeg or Odeg or whatever, the, the Colombian sprinter for Quick Step Floors. Uh, Natalia, please go ahead and, and let's talk about that guy's name. And you're, you're very versed in the, in the topic of... Hodeg's name. What? Hodeg's. I just read yeah. the, the thing that they put up in the Quick Step blog site that, that apparently means, they that claim that he expert. wrote it, but I don't think he did. Oh, Somebody well, it's pretty told bad. The story. It's pretty <laughs> it's bad funny. English. Maybe he did it. It's pretty bad English. The, the, look, good, good poser right there. <laughs> the, whoever is ghost writing for him. 
So now he's pretty much telling the story about how his last name somehow got butchered by some Colombian authority. And it is funny because you read the, the excerpt when he's explaining that part, and he says that suddenly the name changed and he didn't realize that it had changed. So I'm guessing that at some point, the last name, the two letters got interchanged and they, nobody in the family noticed. Anyway, so his last name is supposed to be Hodge. So it's H-O-D-G-E. E, yeah, like the regular uh -huh. Hodge, yeah. Yeah, that is how you're supposed to pronounce it. But since the mistake was made, then everybody refers to him as Hodeg or Hodeg or whatever. That's what he uses in the website. That's the name, but that's not the family name. Yep. That's it. And he got it because, and this is the part that's like, man, the stories that you hear. So apparently his great-grandfather uh, was escaping from Scotland, and he got into a boat thinking that he was heading to the United States. And lo and behold, he landed in Cartagena, Colombia. <laughs> that happens to a lot. That's, that's how the original like native Colombians got to Colombia. They started in Africa when the continents were still together. They walked up north towards Europe and then they made a left thinking they were in the United States and they were actually in Colombia. It's very, very sad. Everybody wants to come to the United States and they end up in Colombia. So there you go. So a kid's name is Hodge, not Hodeg, but we're obviously going to call him Hodor. Because that's such an awesome name. So there. Those were the two things I wanted to talk about and get out of the way. Cool. Great show. Yeah. All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yep. And uh, <laughs> um, listen, Catalonia, is there anything that you guys want to say about Catalonia? Thomas again won a stage. Thomas that's again. all I have to say. Just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Believable. And also, two of the stages in Catalonia got cut short because of the like bad weather protocol or whatever. I know everybody's like, oh, it's such a good thing. Safety first, la, la, la. No, I'm sorry. I will say this, too. For people out there who like Formula One, this halo bullshit that is going on in Formula One right now, bullshit. If I want Formula One, or cycling in that case, to be easy and safe, then I wouldn't be watching. I just wouldn't. I'm sorry. Of course, I don't want anybody to die. But the risk that people take, the, the, the things that make cycling races epic and Formula One super exciting is part of the danger. That's part of the sport. You take all that away and then it's just people riding their bikes perfectly safe like they do over here until somebody gets out of the car and beats them up and then gives them amnesia. But I, I, it... it Cutting these stages and stuff is ridiculous. The only reason they do it is because the helicopters can't fly, the motorcycles can't get there, so there's no TV coverage. That's the only reason they do it. They don't give a shit about the safety of the riders, please. Give me a break. So anyway, that's what I have to say about that. Fucking okay, I have a question for you, too. Go ahead. I'm waiting for the last two stages of the three days of the pan. I only, want, I only saw the first one. When are the other two taking place? Uh -huh, I think... I think Three days one of the of, pan. No, one of them takes place now, and then the other one in 2019. And then the race is over in 2020. When the <laughs> why do the one they do this to me? And this is my annual rant about why is this freaking race called three days of the pan when it's only one well, day? It used, to be, it used to be three days. 
now is just it has a different name completely now, doesn't it? Isn't it like uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but it, I, I don't think it even has Bruges, the pan, coxide. Yeah, that's the one for the women. Something, something, something. Yeah, it has it has this that coxide thing in it too. I don't know. I, I took okay. too much cycling. People, I have no time. Referring to it as the three days of the pan, yeah, because it's just confusing. Well, it's just like people still refer to the Criterion de Dauphiné as a Dauphiné Libre. That's what I always refer to it. And that that name changed like twenty years. Ago. Wait, it's not called Dauphiné Libre anymore. <laughs> not for like twenty. Don't years. mess with me. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. Actually, Natalia, I I just saw this in my notes. There used to be a time where there was only like maybe one or two Colombians in the world tour. And then when you saw them on TV, it was exciting. And you saw them attack, it was like super exciting. I was watching Catalonia and there's Chavez attacking and Quintana and Bernal. And, and I'm not excited anymore. I just don't give a shit. I'm just like, oh yeah, Quintana, I don't care. Even in the tour, like, I'm just like, I just don't give a shit when Colombians attack. See, now that's what it's like to be from the United States. If we have one guy on the race, we're excited. I mean, Natalia always yeah. picks him, right? Because she feels like he's <laughs> the only guy out there. Somebody's got to do it for him. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird. I used to be so excited. I mean, but now, I don't know. Is it too many? Is it that not not any of them I really... I mean, like, if Uran attacked once in a while, he never, ever, 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 ever does. If he did, then maybe I'll be excited. But Nairo Quintana, I just... Don't really much like the dude. Chavez, I do. I, I like him, but just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm, or, or is it that I'm losing excitement excitement completely towards cycling in general and I'm just becoming Well, you got what you jaded. wanted. You got what you wanted. Yeah. I mean, I got a bunch of Colombians there, I guess. I, yeah. I have not gotten my piña colada, though, which is what I really, right. really do like. Dude, really, really you know what well. they say, the climb is better than the summit. Yeah. You're right. I'm in the summit, and no, actually, what I need is a Colombian team. Because what do you do after the summit? Nothing but downhill. Exactly, but the downhill is the fun part. Look, mom, no hands. Uh, that's the fun part. Wee! I don't know. I maybe maybe the whole thing is that I'm just getting tired, annoyed of cycling, and I'm just super jaded. Mm. And I can actually tell you. Are you saying that you're like a bicycle? Uh, in what way? And that you're too tired? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <sighs> yes. No. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No. I'm glad that Klaus isn't here for the horrible jokes, but CD. <laughs> CD is. Oh, no. CD has some game. Yeah. No, no. No complaint. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Listen. Uh, <laughs> you listen. Speaking of the of things that just aggravate me about cycling to the point that I'm just like, do I even care anymore? Was this E3 race, which we obviously already had problems with oh. because of the advertising and the bullshit and stuff. And then there's Nikki Terpstra, Mr. Fucking Sig Heil, piece of shit, racist motherfucking piece of junk. Also, that other fucking... Um, Moscon. Moscon. So there you have, you have the fucking white Aryan resistance fucking racing bicycles. And I'm like, do I really want to fucking, do I really want to watch cycling anymore with all this shit there? I, I'd rather deal with somebody who's doping, I'll tell you that. I mean, they may be megalomaniacs and, you know, but at least they're not, I don't, I don't know, man. Am I, am I crazy? 
Am I just being you're super not, jaded and super not, like sensitive and, and stupid? No, no, you're not crazy. Am I crazy or am I hearing music right now? Oh, that's me while you talk about oh, E3, Harvey. Oh, okay. That's all I remember. That race is dead to me, so yeah, yeah, just... yeah. No, that's all I wanted to say about it. I don't care. Uh, but I did get that quick pick right. Fucking, though, quick step is ridiculous as a team. It's, they're fucking insane, but that's it. And Daniel Oz should fucking have won 50% of the races that he's been in because that motherfucker is amazing, but he's always working for somebody else. Um, let me see. What else do I have? Um, nah, that's, all, that's it. I don't know. That, that race just pissed me off. The moment that Nikki Terstra goes up there, I'm like, all right, the only thing I hope is that somebody comes out of one of the little windows in those cute little Belgian houses and then shoots him in the head. All right. Hey, there's two things we should talk about for E3. Okay, go ahead. One, that huge crash. Yeah. Right? And a dude like Oliver Nason, who is my eternal pick with my heart, Nason has a super, bl- super bloody knee, man. and he fights his way back, and he gets sixth. That Un- was amazing. Unbelievable. And Tish Benot as well, where both of those guys, amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then the other story, same thing, crash, is uh, EF getting Van Mark back. Yes. They were six minutes down, I believe. Really? That much? Because he was at Van Mark, uh, of Older, Christoph, like, like 50% of the people. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They were six yeah. minutes down and... Six minutes? Kind of ready to pack it up and they just sort of like looked at each other and said, let's let's go try and they did and that's there's a lot of conversation that people are saying it was one of the greatest things that no one ever saw unbelievable unbelievable okay natalia we're done with e3 yeah we're done we're going to talk about Gen Fevelgem. um okay i'm back yay <laughs> um so Peter Sagan, at the beginning of Ken oh. Bevelgem, said that uh, he was upset that in E3, nobody wanted to ride with him. Everybody was against him or whatever. Really? It doesn't sound like the kind of thing that he would say. He, does, he doesn't act like a baby like that very often. I was very surprised that he said it. I thought it was awesome that he said it because it allowed me to make fun of him like I'm about to. Nobody rides with me. People hate me. I want to win too. But that's racist. Thank you. That's right. It is racist. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I just thought that that was that was interesting. Not very Sagan like. I mean, he it, normally he would be like, "Oh yeah, in E3, I just didn't even try because I knew that I couldn't win." That's no. I don't. I mean, I don't know. He would say something else, but complaining about people did not want to work with him. Who wants to work with anybody, especially when you're Peter Sagan? You know why people don't want to work with you. You're wearing a rainbow jersey, and you're probably the best cyclist in the world right now. Of course, they're not gonna want to ride with you. You think catch a lot? Did he do a mini tantrum last? Last year, I don't remember if it was one of these races that he was in this breakaway. Somebody got away and nobody wanted to work with him. So he just stopped and said, like, whatever. Oh, really? Like, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm not winning, you're not winning either or something awesome. like that. Listen. Nobody wanted to pull with him. I, I remember, awesome. but I just don't remember the race. I remember what? something like that. He just sat, sat down. It's like, I'm not 
bringing these people to the finish line if they are not going to work. Wow. So he just sat down and said, like, whatever, if you're not chasing, I'm not chasing either. And then the, the breakaway actually got there and, and won it. It was something like that, that people were talking. It's like, it was a gift from Sagan, more or less, because he didn't want it to pull. I think. Something like that. And I remember at the at the interview towards the end, he was just upset. Like, well, no, if they don't want to race to win, then I I don't win, but he loses too or something like that. No, I, I don't remember who was awesome. the beef with. Doing it like that? Yeah. Doing it like that is awesome. Complaining about it afterwards is just stupid. I've said this before. A lot of the things that Peter Sagan does are the exact same things that I would do if I were a professional cyclist. But there's a whole lot of fucking shit that he does that I just, I would never do because I'm not a fucking complete asshole. So Yeah, but you still pick him week in and week out. I don't. I picked him once for the love of God. And I, I pick him because oh, I want to win. I want to be able to be like... Once oh, is too much. About. So it's all the time. Don't, don't deny it this. You have, to, you have that, to come remember, out of the Sagan closet. Remember Sagan okay. said that about um, Kwiatowski. Like, if that's the way you have to win, then I don't want to win like that. Yeah, yeah you're going to win. You're going to win with everybody else. Pick somebody interesting once in a while. Like Nikki Terpstra. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're oh, right. right. You know the picks that I that I don't do, even if they make sense, are Froome, Moscon, yeah, Buhani. Mm-hmm. Abuhani's cool. Uh, who was it? I forgot. Peter Kinog, I think, because when he went after Emma Pulley, I still remember that. So yeah, he's on the my band list. Okay, what were our picks? Again, well again. I think I got this one exactly right, didn't I? Um, get Vevelgem? Yes, you got it right on, actually. You got you got the podium, everybody. Yeah. Oh, hold on. For for Actually, let me just go. E3, you had Nason and Trentin, which Trentin mm-hmm. actually was pretty close. Natalia had the Volder and Van Mark, and I had Hausler and Benot, which was pretty close as well. But yeah, Gent Vevelgem. CD had Oliver Nason with his heart. <laughs> And uh, wait, who did you have with your head? Oh, uh, I can't write my own handwriting. It starts with a B. B U is a T or maybe an H. Who did you pick? How, how do I not even remember? I don't. I, it starts with a B. But, but I should write these down. Barg. Uh, who did Bar- I pick? Berg. Berg. Hater. No, I didn't. Oh, Marcus Burkhardt? Berg. No, I wouldn't have picked him. No, 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 because the D is not the last letter. <laughs> when I write Either way, down. I'm sure it was a terrible pick, which if you've seen my Velo Games uh, score right now, yes. Your pal Otis is leading the Oh, my Velo pal game. Otis had received a very nasty message from me today. We are not pals. Not anymore. Not anymore? Through the end of the Ardennes, we are not friends. Ooh, I like that. It sounded good. Yeah, it rhymed. Natalia had Taylor Finney with the heart and Greg Van Avermaet with the head. Goldie. Eh, close enough. And I had Betancourt. I didn't even see him. I think he, I think he actually retired from the race after uh, the first 2K. And I had Christoph, which was completely oh. unfair. God, he has just let me down this season. But uh, holy shit, that, him chasing... For pathetic, twelve k and not just even making a dent. Uh, I felt so bad. 
Okay, so I mean he's he's on my my fantasy team, so I I get to be angry at him. Um, I'm just uh, saddened. I'm very very saddened by that. Um, and how are you doing in causing Vera? Dan, what's that? With causing Vera. Who's causing Vera? Okay. That sounds like a euphemism for drugs. No. <laughs> Oh, primavera. Oh yeah, no I haven't even I haven't even looked at my team. I have no idea. I don't I recommend no one go check it. For don't Milan even San look. Remo, I picked Oh, nope. no, right. I, I read you guys the guys that I picked for Milan San Remo. I never I've, I've never, never heard of any of them except for Anacona. So I have no yeah, idea. I have no oh, this idea. is winning though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what about the biggest news out of Gent Revel game was Viviani crying at the end of the race? Um, yeah. Now, when you see an adult professional athlete cry, I would say most people would be like, oh, that's touching. They really care, you know, whatever. But that usually happens during the World Cup, during the Olympics, not during Gent Vevelgem. Jesus, dude. It's not like it's the Tour of France. He said it was, one of his, it was one of his career goals. That was, it's been on his list since before Gen he turned Vevelgem? pro. That's not, yeah. that's not even on my list of races to watch. But I guess it's one of those races that a lot of iconic sprinters have won, and it meant a lot to him. Of course, Ding Dong Cipollini has won it yeah. um, three times, so he wanted to win it, and it showed almost immediately. I didn't see exactly what he did, quote, wrong. I, he didn't do anything. I mean, he was boxed in. He just got beat. He just got beat. <laughs> Excuse me. He was boxed in. He just wasn't the fastest person there. I, I think his positioning was wrong, which obviously most of the times if you lose a sprint and you're the fastest person there, which uh, he might have been the, the, the fastest sprinter, he just was in the wrong place. He had to go through people and stuff to get there. But sure. his acceleration was – and like this is, this is said every single sprint ever. If there would have been another 20 meters, he would, he would have won. <laughs> right. I'm thinking this. Maybe he was disappointed in that he let his teammates down. Or, <laughs> as, they are, no. as they are better known, the wolf pack. <laughs> that, don't, that's, so, so. Did, you, did you watch the race? Yes. Did you see the massive pools from Gilbert? And I don't remember who the other one. Yeah. They were all in letting for him, him down. Running. Can you imagine letting Philippe Gilbert down? Well, that's what I was thinking, that maybe he's crying because he has to go and see Gilbert on the bus. Yeah, he has to that's go back like, into I'd the... I'd be scared to, like, I'm so sorry. That, do you got to go back into the wolf pack? <laughs> do you think that Philippe what? Gilbert is like, uh, is like Jack Nicholson? That he's never aggressive, he never raises his voice, but he's scary as all balls? Like, you just do not oh, yeah. want to piss him off? Maybe that's what oh, it yeah. is. Maybe you yeah, like, that, that's the only thing that I could think in when <laughs> the sprint was over. Like, oh boy, Gilbert is going to be pissed. He's going to be upset. Yeah, that was... No, I, I think... You should be afraid, Viviani. I'm with you. Cry <laughs> all that you want to soften the blow. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I thought that the reason he probably cried, of course, I don't know for sure. But in the, when I first saw it, I was like, he's probably frustrated because he was so friggin close he know he knew he had it and he had the legs to beat him and he didn't 
So maybe that's why it's just frustration rather than just being, I want to be like Cipollini. So, well, yeah. no, frustration that you also see if you look at Viviani, he has we, he has won some of the lesser you know like races when he wins yeah. it, but whenever the the race goes up a level, then he has problems closing it for it. Even though he was placed you know like perfectly, that was the whole quick step did what they had to do so he could have the best chances at winning it, and then he screwed up in the positioning and stuff. So I don't know if that can mentally you know like screw up or like yeah, yeah, yeah screw you up or like play games in your head once you know like you have you have previous world champions national champions previous winners just working for you and then you are not able to deliver that should yeah i don't know if that can make this but it's not the first time that happens to him right it's like it's not the first time that i see him hanging you know like banging on the handlebars when right. he crosses the, the finish line doing the little tantrum it's like dude why are you taking it on the bike <laughs> you follow the wrong wheel what's the problem here so yeah i don't know and i was thinking also for how long do you think that quick step are going to put a race on him again like do what the example they did in mm. Again, Webel again, when they decide, like, okay, we're racing for you. How many, how many little screw ups before they decide, you know what, dude, <laughs> you are I, going to fetch the bottles and help us? It lasts as, as long as it takes for Gaviria to get back, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still think that, I mean, I just don't think that it was 100% his fault. I, I, sometimes you win and sometimes you don't. And I don't think that he and, did anything and, specifically wrong. So, I mean, I still think that it's pretty shitty. And if I were Gilbert, I would be pretty upset, especially Gilbert, because he did a lot of work. But I don't know. But Something here's the deal. About- I'm oh, going to quote Quick Step right here. That a wolf pack is a family. It moves together and lives together. No one gets left behind because a wolf's, wolf pack's strength is unity. I posited this on Twitter last week. Does anyone... Call Quickstep Pro Cycling Team the Wolfpack other than Quickstep Pro Cycling Team. No, no, absolutely not. That's like giving yourself a nickname like, hey, how's it going, man? My name is Dan. You can call me the Skull Crusher. He's <laughs> 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 awesome. It's awesome. I mean, I love, I love the ideal behind it, but this, it just feels no, like I know. I don't, it's ridiculous. I don't know. What is it? And, the strength of the wolf is the pack and the strength of the pack is the wolf. That is from a movie. I, I cannot remember the movie. I think you can buy that T-shirt right now. I think that that's from uh, The Hangover. No? Now listen, here's the thing with the wolf pack. In a wolf pack, if there's a wolf that is injured or weak, they leave him behind because it weakens the pack. That's really the way that a wolf pack works. If you're injured, tough shit, peace. They're not going to sit there and try to carry like a wolf with three Ooh. legs. That look good for Viviani, Sorry, my, my fellows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Okay, just to close the Viviani, okay. did you see after that all the tweets coming from the Quickstep account on Twitter saying, oh, cheer up, Viviani, and then listing all the finishes he has done in the season and all his winnings, and then kind of like, dude, it's okay, you don't suck, you don't suck, don't worry, you're like, you're good, you're good. I was like, this is embarrassing. Whoever is tweeting this needs to stop. Like, you don't, like, let's go and, you know, like, retweet this to cheer up Viviani. I'm like, looking at it, like, 
is, is, isn't this guy like a professional cyclist? I understand that he is mad and frustrated, but I'm not going to like, okay, Viviani, yeah. come on, smile again. That's like, like when you're, that's, that's your 13 year old son loses to the soccer game. And then you're like, no, it's okay. You did so well through the season. You should be very proud of yourself. It's so dumb. But okay. I just, um, I just looked on the quick step Instagram account at the, they, put a photo of Alaphilippe up with the Wolfpack shirt on and he's doing his blue steel. And uh, some of the comments, I'm just going to look at a few right here. One, where does the name the Wolfpack come from? Um, the next comment is just three Colombian flags. Um, and then the next guy says, sorry to say, but that is the same name as one of Sweden's biggest crime organizations. So there you go. The Wolfpack. The Wolfpack. Three Colombian name. flags. Why not? There's a lot of wolves in Colombia. Um, there isn't any wolves in Colombia, of course. I'm None? Not. No, I don't think there's wolves in Colombia, is there, Natalia? I don't think that there's any wolves that are native. Nah, I don't think, no. No, no, no. Um, okay. Little zorros, I, yeah. I think, but wolves? No, 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 no. I think the only, yeah, I think that's the only other canines or whatever. They're there. Yeah, canines, right? But the wolf, the fox, they're all, Yeah. Canines, right? Like felines and canines. Am I crazy? That's right. Okay. No, you're not crazy. No, you're not. Okay. Um, so there, there is a, one of the climbs in Genvevelgem. It's called Monteberg. I never noticed that before. But Monteberg means mountain, mountain. <laughs> I just think it's funny. That must and be you know really happened. That must be a really hard mountain to climb. Is there, I think a Spaniard or an Italian probably moved to Belgium and they were like, what's this called? It's called a mountain. Okay. So the Italian, you know, it's called a, it's a, called a berg. Does it have a name? No. So the Italian or the Spaniard lived there for a while and kept calling it the Monte. Oh, that's the Monte. We're going up the Monte. And then the Belgians were like, oh, that's the Monte Berg. No, no, no. That's the Berg and that's the Monte and the Monte Berg. So there you go. That's it. I, I took notes of that, huh? Aren't you all lucky to have heard that from me? I'm going to say two names and see if what you guys think about them. Van Gote and Van Schip. <laughs> no, no, no. But the names are the two Rumpot guys that were in the original breakaway that made it all the way to the end in the leading group. As much Ooh, as those they, were the people with the tiny handlebars. Which one of those ding dongs had the like thirty four centimeter flared out <laughs> bars? I don't know. I think he was Van Van Gote. He's the guy that had the full arrow helmet. But I, I'll tell you this: that th these guys, these two dudes, throughout the whole race, one of the longest races in the calendar, were in the front group of that race the whole. Time from beginning yeah. to end. Nobody else making did. it happen. Unbelievable. They finished 12th and 19th. Those guys shouldn't even have finished, or finished the race. And they were attacked. It was 5K to go, and one of them attacked. These guys are yeah, amazing. So that's 12th and 19th. So 21st place would be Sepp Van Mark on my fantasy team, scoring zero points for me. Well, the guy who looks like he's riding a commuter bike down like the trail here in Portland that he cobbled together from the free bin at the community cycling center. He gets 12th. He got 12th. <laughs> weren't you upset when you saw Van Mark? 
He attacks. He tries. Oh, no good. He just, the moment he got caught again, I don't know, 500 meters to go or whatever, he just turned it off and went just like whoosh, all yeah, the way did. to the back. He hit the brakes. Yeah, he did. He didn't. Cope. I don't know if you he hit the brakes. Uh, I don't know if you speak uh, Belgian, but I, I had a live feed to the radio and to the team, and he just said "fuck you, CD," and, <laughs> and hit his brakes. You don't, need to, you don't need to speak any Belgian. As soon as that. he counted to Fuck twenty, CD. as soon as he was CD out of the Flemish, he was like, "Oh, okay, cool, I'm done." Yeah, well, "fuck you, CD" in Flemish is exactly the same as it is in English. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I was pretty bummed that Sagan won, though. Of course, I don't like the man. Whatever. I don't think that he did much work. If he's going to complain about Kiotowski not doing a lot of work, he didn't do shit work. To win this, it was uh, that German dude in his team. What's his name? Uh, the guy that he picked uh, for Ken Weberkamp. Burkhardt. Marcus Burkhardt. Burkhardt. Yeah. yeah, he did all the. Oh, all he did the a lot, effort, which is fine. Listen, it's fine. But just don't go around saying like, "Oh, you have to work to win," which is bullshit. I love Kiatowski because his comeback was like. Sometimes the, the strongest guy wins. Sometimes the smartest one does. And I just love it. So, yeah, those two Rumpot guys, Van Gote and Van Schip. Unfortunately, tomorrow I won't remember their names already. Because that's just the way that it is. But how um, many people went out and bought those bars? Like, How dangerous is it going to be on the road this spring with all these people who suddenly want to have super narrow bars? Ay. <laughs> Uh, these guys, this hero is everything. Uh, most of these guys are machines in a small team, and you're concerned about the handlebars. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's what's most important to me. It is about the bike. I don't care what Lance says. <laughs> oh God! Did you happen to watch the highlights for the women's race or anything about the women's race? It looked race? like a great race, not only based on the highlights, but also based on what uh, Brian Smith said on um, Eurosport. He was talking about it, and it seemed awesome. Like there was a big back and forth, and there was like a bunch of different groups coming together and then breaking apart and all that stuff. In the highlights, you can barely tell what's going on. Of course, there's just quick, short highlights. So it's a real bummer that I didn't see um, – the whole thing. I was, I was, I was a little bummed that I couldn't see the whole thing. It looked awesome. It looked awesome. And then at the end, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty aggressive race. So if Viviani was all sad and crying, then in the women's version, uh, the whole uh, forgot the door. Yeah. What is the first name, man? Julian. Jo- yeah, Jolene. Jolene. Jolene, Jolene door. Yeah. She was she was super frustrated because she lost the the sprint to Bastianelli. Um, so she was she was not happy about it. She you could that she's like a yeah, chapo to Bastianelli, but man, I was close. So that was that was interesting. Um, actually, I, I, yeah, I encourage people to look it up on 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 YouTube. The UCI channel has a thing. Just the sprint alone is actually really really mm. really really cool. And you could tell after the interviews after you could tell that the horror was not happy. She was trying to put the best face for it, but she should have won that race. She really should. Have. But you see, yeah, you see the reaction of a frustrated 
uh, door and then you compare that to what Viviani wow. was doing and it's just, just like Viviani's a little bitch <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> Because you can tell that she's she's frustrated, she's upset, she's not, you know, like, she's just pissed with maybe herself or whatever, but you can tell that she's just trying to just, okay, keep your composure here, don't do any little spectacle. Yeah, it's just this. I wonder if after that they go inside something and start, like, punching walls. If she does, that would be awesome. In, in the yeah. privacy of the bus, she just tears the bus to shreds. Everybody else in the team is like, all right, get out. Jolene is here. Everybody gets off the bus and she goes, goes to town and just punches the shit out of that bus and then everybody's allowed to go back in. <laughs> because actually, Chloe, Chloe Hosking, when was this was the race where Alexis finished second or, or third. I don't remember who won it. Anyway, so Chloe Hosking was again super close to winning it and then they were going to I, I think it was the, the that ray that race in the in the Netherlands. But Hageland, something Hagel, I don't remember, one of those. So the interviewer went to Chloe Hosking and tried to you know, like do the after finish interview. And then Chloe Hosking, the first thing that he, she said to the reporter was, I'm pissed. <laughs> 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 and then the reporter kept you know, like asking questions and talking to her and I'm like, dude, just run away. <laughs> she just told you that she's pissed. You don't keep asking questions. It was funny. You're going to get punched if you keep pushing her. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You're going to get punched and then you're not going to remember what team you're in. Um, uh-uh. But super kudos to Arleni Sierra. Again, like a super good. She, this girl's pretty amazing. So she finished fourth. She writes for Astana. She's from Cuba. She's super, super cool. And then the first Americans, as I'm looking at the finish uh, thing over here. Wait, I just saw the first American and I lost her. Oh, oh, never mind. Megan Garnier. She was in the, in the front, in the front group. Mm. Have you seen the, the, the kit that she has with the no. next time? If you have a chance, just look how they incorporated the fact that she's a previous U S national road champion. They have the U S flag in the cuffs of the beeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that thing looks oh, not it, good. Oh, the beeps as well? That's nice. It is like super, So, but it's, it's big. You know, like they made it too, too big, I think, when I was looking at it. Like, you know, that that's just, it's not working for me. Yeah, that kit, from, the, from last year to this year, something went out of whack. Santini is just, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I think it's the And I'm not, I'm not making kit design. You know, but that yes, is just... Yeah. What you're, what you're saying is that an Italian apparel, cycling apparel company designer has a <laughs> provocative and possibly unpleasant design? Did something that That's may be, quote unquote, too much? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, just, I was just randomly looking at where she's from. That is as north as you can get in New York. I mean, Lake Placid is farther up north and then that's it after that is just straight up canada wow she's from way the hell up there this is definitely definitely what new yorkers would call upstate even though in reality new yorkers call upstate anything like north of yonkers but okay great race the women's race but like i said i mean great sprint i wish i would have been able to see the whole race it looked awesome and it looked exciting but we have one thing that is the most important thing that everybody's, everybody's been waiting for. 
And that is, we're going to ask Paul Sherwin one question. And it's the same question that I've asked Paul. This is probably the sixth or seventh year that I do this. Paul Sherwin, please. Before before you, okay, can I ahead. ask you a question? So you can ask it to Paul Sherwin on my behalf. Okay. When is the race going to lead up oh, on Sunday? Would you mean when is the Tour of Flanders actually start? Yeah. Okay, let's see what Paul has to say. As we're heading up towards Paul's favorite climb, the old Quaramont. And I've always felt that the real start of the Tour of Flanders is at the old Quaramont. You plunge off the Canochterberg, and it's the start of what I've always regarded as being the first real strategic point of this bike race, the Eau de Quaramont. But for me, and I've always said it, I say it every year, the race really begins at the old Quaramont. The old Quaramont is regarded by all of the teams, all of the team managers, as the strategic point number one. This is where the bike race really starts. To me, the race has always really started at the old Quaramont. But I've always regarded the big start of the Tour of Flanders as being the old Quaramont. For me, it all starts at the old Quaramont, which is the fifth climb of the day. Everybody knows that at the old Quaramont, that's the, that's the climb that you can lose the Tour of Flanders on. And he actually said this morning before the start that as far as he's concerned, the Ronde van Vlaanderen starts at the old Quaramont. The race always begins for me traditionally when the riders hit the old Quaramont. Crowds here turning out for the... Uh, the older Quaramont, everybody knows this is a famous climb. This is where the Tour of Flanders always starts to hot up. I've always felt that the start and the real start of the Tour of Flanders and the action becomes uh, happens at the Eau de Quaramont. Around about 10 kilometers to go to the old Quaramont. And that's always, to me, been the real start of the aggression in this race, the Tour of Flanders. But, of course, to me, it all starts at the old Quaramont. <laughs> you know, one of the things that every time I play this, I have to say this. I did not repeat any of those. Those are all one, like, they're, they're, none of those are like duplicates. He said those all. So thank you very much, Paul Sherwin, for letting us know. Of course. We were asking or, for a friend. Organizers, though, are the ones that screwed him at the end because by changing the route now, the Eau de Quaramont is actually not a strategic point at all. So... I'm sorry, Paul, but that gets us into Tour of Flanders um, territory. Uh, very excited, very happy. Uh, my two favorite races of the year, Tour of Flanders and Paris-Roubaix coming up. Both of them are awesome, and I always say this every year as well. If you get a chance to go and see them both, do it. It's unbelievable. It's, it'll change your life as long as Nikiteros is not racing. It'll change your life. It's awesome. It's it's Moscow. And oh. I think I told this story last year as well, but I don't care. I'm going to tell it again. When we were there doing the sportive with uh, my now wife, uh, we got up to the Bosberg. We were in the bottom of the Bosberg, and we pulled. You know, we were riding with with our friend, our Australian friend, and he was like, uh, "All right, let's see who can make it up there the quickest." And it's kind of difficult because there's so many people doing it at the same time, whatever. But we were like, "Yeah, let's do it." About three or four K before that, my wife had crashed. A guy had basically taken her out and uh, her knee was super bloody. And there was like just blood just pouring. One of those things where there's just way more blood than there's pain. Like the pain is like a three, but the blood looks like it should be a 10. So she's bloody and everything. And she starts climbing the boss barrier and she's ahead of me. And everybody's just like staring at her like, what are you doing? It looks so epic. 
pam 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 the boss bear we get to the top and then my friend simon oh i get i get there right before my wife or my girlfriend at the time and then simon looks back and he goes dude look at that and she's like going out there she's all bloody and just making it up and he goes you realize you have to marry her now right i mean what woman is going to live up to that any girl that you date after this is never going to be this good and i was like damn it you're right and here i am now that's that's a very romantic story and hearing her tell it it really makes me choke up i become viviani when she starts telling the story i just start sobbing sobbing and sobbing all right tour of flanders awesomeness very happy we have to pick favorites with the head and with the heart and let's start with Klaus's actually, who uh, texted him to us. Um, however, he texted and then created a whole debate in the thread. Uh, yeah, but I think that it, it screwed the debate. He, he made his pick and didn't change it after we talked about it. He picked Valverde to win with his head. So. <laughs> I told him I didn't think he was he was racing. Natalia said he's still deciding. I sent the the official start list. He's not even in the reserves. Valverde can't be like, hmm, it's Saturday morning and I feel like racing the Tour de Flanders. He can't just show up and be like, all right, guys, I'm racing. He can't do that. So I don't know, whatever. He picked Valverde with his head. And who did he pick with his heart, Natalia? Do you remember? Stewart. Oh, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. Klaus has a soft spot for that man. He saw him race cyclocross a ton when he was doing a lot of uh, photography and coverage and stuff for cyclocross magazines and stuff. So anyway, that's Klaus. Next should be ladies uh, first. So CD. Oh, you're a lady. And which race are we picking? This is the men's race? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. this is men's, the men's race. Men's first. And okay. by the way, CD takes it as a compliment. To be a woman. I Yes, absolutely. I'm going to tell you, dude, I wish I was a woman. There's many reasons I wish I were a woman, but... We don't have time for that. We got time ah, for picks. Damn it. All right, fine. Yeah. What? I'm going to go all in, head and heart on the same Oh, 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 oh. hold on. Let me check. Let me check the, let me check the rules. Let me check the rules and see if it's... Uh, I'm allowed um, this. I hold checked. On, hold on. I had my lawyers. Yes, it's, it's allowed. I'm checking the rules right now. It's allowed. It's been done before. Actually. Say it with me. Everybody. All right, go ahead. Say it with me, everyone. Oh, no. Number, 20, number 21, Oliver Nason. Ollie Nason. He crashed. Is he starting Flanders? Because he crashed out today, I think. Oh, in uh, no, he's good. Today. I didn't no? even see today's race. To tell you the truth, I'm glad we didn't talk about it because I want to watch it without knowing who won. Oh, yeah, no, like, I think Nathan crashed today. Really? Mm-hmm. No, he did not. He did not? Okay. Wait, are you saying? Well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying that because I don't want to, uh, if, if it happened, I don't want to know about it. Oh, okay. okay. There maybe was another guy I confused him with. I'll check, I'll check it I'm out. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at spotting people in the, in the races. Oh, I always get them confused. He DNF'd today. Oh. Maybe it was the twin brother. Maybe it wasn't him. <laughs> no, he does. He does. He does yeah. have a brother. 
But no, he did DNF today. That doesn't mean anything, dude. Look at that. The, the DNF list for this race on the results is my fantasy team. <laughs> but wait. I'm they, just looking here at the list and I'm like, oh, that's where they all are. Well, uh, but the what. reason why a lot of people were stopping racing is because it got very sketchy and they decided, okay, it's not worth it to, it's not worth it to risk it thinking out Sunday. So a lot of them were just calling it quits, not oh, because necessarily oh, something oh. happened to him, but just playing it safe okay. for Sunday. You're saying he's in doubt. Uh, give me 30 seconds and come back oh, to okay. me. That's, that, I can give you more Please. than 30 seconds. You can take your time. No okay. worries. Um, I, myself, am thinking that Peter Sagan... <laughs> With your head? No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. I think that I, 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 I'm hoping, I am really, really hoping that Seb Van Mark can finally get the race that he's just tried so hard to get. So in my heart is going to be set by Mark. Um, I'm writing it down. Okay. Uh, I, I really hope so. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that he's going to. And my pick is actually awesome with the head. But if he wins, I'll be very, very happy as well. Because that would just be unbelievable two years in a row. So I'm going to pick Philippe Gilbert. To, um, no, that oh. was mine. Uh, sorry, Natalia. You know what? Actually, I took. Uh, I feel bad, Natalia. I should have. I should have let you go first. I. I always. It's fine. I always You're go right. last, and uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. You can have it. I'm going to pick Gilbert twin brother. <laughs> Gilbert's twin brother. Philippe that also races for quick step flowers. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and who are you going to pick with your heart? Wout Van Aert. <laughs> oh, actually, shit, you know what? I wonder what the, what the odds are for Van Aert because they're probably not bad. Okay. I mean, not bad as right, like, it's worth betting on him because he's probably a long shot. Um, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. You picked Van Mark with your yeah. heart? Okay, uh, I would like to do that, but I'm not. I'm going to go Kristoff um, with my heart because he's also on my team. And with my head, I'm going to say Nikki Tosha. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say Nikki Tosha. I'm going to say Greg Van Averman. Okay. He looked good today. I didn't see the race. Today. I definitely got I should have watched the race today getting ready for these picks, but I was just so far getting busy so listen to this completely unrelated and therefore awesome we went to this class yesterday like a baby racing class or whatever and i thought oh my god it's gonna be one of those things where they sit you down and they're like you shouldn't give a sharp knife to a baby that's not a toy you know something like that like don't push your kid down the stairs but it wasn't it was like a lot of like scary shit like this is how you pull snot out of their nose and they don't have tears yet so you have to clean their eyes because they're all goopy and oh dude it was like 50 minutes of poop talk yo like different poops what's the poop what do you do with the poop oh the color of the poop and i've been through this i know you have i'm good i'm on the back i'm on the back side of that i don't i don't talk about this 
I'm gonna tell you something, dude. My little lady. Kids are the worst. That's a different. That's a different podcast. Can I just actually? I should start a fucking. I should start a podcast called My Little Lady, where I just talk about how awesome my baby is. No, I'm just scared. I'm gonna talk about one that says kids are the worst. Dude, your kids are amazing. And my kids Shut will up. join in with me. Yeah, they're the worst. <sighs> kids are the worst. No. Let's get on. All right. Okay. Flanders. So you decided that you were going to go with Gilbert in your head, right? Dan? Uh, yes, yes. So I have okay. Klaus with... So let me switch my mind pick to Stewart. Oh, Steve. All right. Oh. So we have... So head, Stewart, heart, Wout, Van Aert. And then I get to throw it in Klaus's nose when he comes back and tell me, hi, pick all the cyclo-closers. I pick all the cyclo-closers. <laughs> there you go. So we have heart and then head the following. Klaus, Stewart, Valverde. Of course, Valverde is not even racing, but whatever. Klaus did say, dude, I haven't been paying attention. I've been really busy. Klaus has been really busy, which is why he hasn't been on. But anyway, heart, so heart and head. Stibar Valverde, CD, Christoph, GVA. I'm going with Vermark, Gilbert, and Natalia's going Van Aert and Stibar, the CX brothers. Yeah. Now, and now you have to pick for, women. for the women's. Now, CD. for the women's, it's a difficult thing, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I can't find a lot of um, like articles and stuff like that in women's uh, mm-hmm. women cycling that talks about like, oh, well, this she has a good chance of this and this because, you know, whatever, whatever. So the only thing I have to go on is results from earlier this season and who has won it before. Right, I, that's that's the only thing I have to go on. So may I go on? May, may I go first? Well, yeah, can I say this though first? There's a fantastic article on Velo News today, titled "The 25 Most Valuable Riders in the Women's Pool," ah. and it's really great. I do want to point out, not one of those 25 riders is on Movistar. <laughs> Are any of them in Aromitalia Viano? Probably not. Well, but the reason is also because so. Movistar is not even in the world tour, in the women's world tour invitation list. They only get invited however, as the wild card because I don't think that they however, have enough points to be in the oh, really? well, world I, tour. Or maybe they do. I don't know. They are a new team. I don't remember if with the transfer and stuff, they got enough riders with enough points to actually get in the world tour invitation. Maybe they do. I mean, listen, not... But anyway, but give them a pass. This. They're a new team, whatever. Read, read, read this article. It's very good. Yeah. It's dude. very good. Um, I can tell you this, though. I'm looking at the Movistar women that are starting the Tour of Flanders. And now that I know a lot about women cycling or anything, I don't recognize a single name in it. Oh, look, I wasn't. I, wasn't, I was just trying to make a, like a cycling yeah, team I joke. I wasn't joking about them. It was just a funny it's a joke. Funny joke. Like if, it's hilarious. Just, joke. Get it. It's about a team. Not the team. You know what I'm well, saying? But, I mean, just to, to make sure that – to explain my my joke fully is also the fact that Park Hotel Valkenburg and Aromilia Viano and pretty much 90% of the other teams here, I've never heard of any of the women there either. So that was, that was my – I would rather joke. have no teammates. I'd rather have no teammates in the top 25 than to have fabricated a nickname about myself titled the wolf <laughs> I, <would say> that. <laughs> I agree with you i would I, there's a lot of things right. that i'd rather do than 
being a team that made up their own nickname. Look, it's bad enough to have a bad nickname, but then when you give it to yourself, that's even worse. Just because I mentioned the Skull Crusher as a nickname earlier today when talking about this, I've said it before in the podcast, I'll I'll tell the story again. That nickname was given to me by my co-host when I used to do um, like a metal uh, radio show when I lived in Cincinnati 20 years ago. So, all right, it wasn't... All right, and picks. it's remained. The Lowing Potatoes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not raising this one. So sad. So you guys, oh yeah, that team is awesome. <laughs> See, there will be never, there'll never be a team in the men's peloton that has anything to do with potatoes. Just I, We need to fill in, see. So for these uh, women's race in the Netherlands, the name of the team, of one of the teams was Loving Potatoes. <laughs> and it's, it's so, Who doesn't love yeah, potatoes? The Potato Growers Association or whatever of the Netherlands. I'm on that team. I love potatoes. Yeah, the, the, the Potato Growers Association of the Netherlands or whatever sponsors this team. It's awesome. Loving Potatoes is awesome, yeah. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, go ahead with your no, pick. No, no, you know what? You go ahead. You tell me what you're thinking. Although I, I think I have a feeling that you're gonna. CD is ready. Oh, go, CD. CD. Are you ready? Go. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I am going to assert my right to combine both my head and heart picks into All one. All right. Body. Okay. Go for it. I am. And her name is Corinne uh, Rivera. Yeah. Well, defending think. champion. Defending yeah. champion. I, I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, she's, I just don't like her Instagram. Yeah, because Instagram she's, the, is boring. She's, the, she's, the Peter, she's the Peter Sagan pick that I always give you the eye roll about. She is. In this case, she's like P, picking Peter Sagan. Except she That's weighs what I just did half to you. of Peter Sagan, though. And That's she's it. half his yeah, height. Whatever. But I, no, no, no. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's, it's a little bit of a predictable situation. But yeah. but I just cannot like Corinne Rivera because I don't like her Instagram. Boring, you don't have to. boring you don't have to. photos on there, like photos of her dad and like families. I don't I don't care. Give me some. The reason photos. why you don't like her is because she does the surfing salute. Or oh, actually, oh, that whole cowabunga. That, that's the real reason why you don't yeah, like it. Like I Ronaldinho used to do that too, and I hated him. Too, so I don't okay, know. All so right, go ahead. I have Klaus's picks no. that I picked for him. Uh, so he's going to pick okay. with his mind. He's going to pick Lucinda Brand, and with his heart, he's going to pick Christine Majerus. And the reason is is because those two did the cyclocross races oh, good. last smart. last time. So those he gets the Very cyclocrossers smart. there. So, so your picks then Majerus and Brand. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Natalia? Uh, with my heart, I'm picking Gracie Elvin. She is a friend of the podcast, yes. and she finished on the podium last year. It will be so good to see her win here. And then with my mind, I'm going with Niwadoma. Niwadoma, mm. the Colombian-Polish. The Colombian-Pol. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, then I think I'm actually picking with my heart. I'm going with Jolien de Hor. I hope that she gets what she didn't get. And then Velgem, I love that she was super angry and just like just clearly frustrated. And I would love to see her like that again, but I feel kind of bad. So yeah, that's that's with my heart because I really hope that she does that. But I think my head 
there's I think the Corin Rivera is probably gonna repeat. So I'm gonna say Corin Rivera. What about Van Vloyden? You're not going for Van Vloyden? Uh no, I, I am not going because listen, I know that Van Vloyden is I mean, she won it like ten years ago, didn't she? I mean, let me see. Actually, I have the thing right here. Uh, she won it in 2011. So okay, so it wasn't 10 years ago. But uh, okay, yeah, no. I mean, I would. I would no Chantal Black. No Anna Van der Breggen. No, I. I would have picked that. I would have picked her with my heart. Uh, but I think the the whole would be better if I. It's just you know, I. I just I just felt bad because the anger and the frustration was very. Very obvious, but listen, maybe it comes to a to a thing where like they're both in there and they kind of work for each other, and somehow when Floyden ends up working for the Hori, and I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, I don't matter. I have her and then Rivera with my head. Okay, sounds good. That's that. So, anything else that you guys want to say? It's been. Um, well, I'm not much into health food. Um, are you into champagne? What about yoga? Are you into yoga? I like piña coladas and getting lost in rain. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I would say that that's kind of what I'm into as well. So with that, we'll be back next week. We will talk about Tour of Flanders. We'll talk about Paris-Roubaix. Probably a whole bunch of other random bullshit that has nothing to do with cycling. We love you all. Thank you for listening. We're out of here. Peace.